In today's episode, we talk about how to be 10 times more productive in your business, and you can apply the same principles to your life. When I discovered this technique from Tash back in 2015, it changed the course of that year and the next five years right up until now. And that was owning and learning about the 168 hours you have in a week, making every single hour count. Because as we know, time is our most precious resource and it is limited. When you understand the power of this process and this technique to apply to your life, it really, really does change everything. And I wish I'd learned it earlier, but I apply it now and every day and it makes a huge difference. So, so we hope you enjoy this discussion. Welcome to the Growth Podcast, where we talk about growth of business, growth of self, and growth of wealth. Because without growth, we're actually going backwards. Here's your hosts, Natasha Outoff and Phil Kelly. So in today's podcast, we're going to talk about how you can be 10 times more productive in your business. That, that sounds, sounds good. Does that sound cool? It does sound useful. Now, it's, we, I'm, I'm going to say business, but we can also apply this to life as well, because mm-hmm. this is exciting. Mm-hmm. And... The bit after that headline is owning your 168 hours. Yes. And if there's people going, what's 168 hours got to do with your week? Yes. If we look at 24 hours in a day times that by seven, seven 24s are 168 hours in a week. You are always good at maths. I also wrote down the minutes if you just wanted to know. Is it 86 or 84,000 minutes? Wow. I just say, wow, you're <laughs> off. <laughs> Something's 84,000. Maybe that's hours. I had 10,000 minutes, 10,080 minutes. You know how um, Malcolm Gladwell says 10,000 hours to genius? Yes. Too bad it's not 10,000 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Unless my math is wrong, and it's 168 hours times 60. Oh, my God. Did you just hear what I said? I was like... It's something to do with 84,000. It's 84,000 seconds, I think. Oh, there you go. Let me go. 60. This is math. 60 times, what am I? 168 hours. Actually, I think it's 24 times 60 times 60 is 86,400 seconds in a day. In a day. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about... A week, owning your 168 hours. And when you can own your 168 hours, you can be 10 times more productive, I say, in your business and in your life. Like so much more can be done. It really is amazing. And I don't know if you've ever thought, like when I hear, you hear seven days, you go, that's not a bad amount of time. That's pretty good. But I hear 168 hours is all I have in a week. Because you know, like, Do you think that sounds like a lot or not much? It sounds like less to me. Yes, me too. Yeah, it sounds like a small, like you go, ooh. I feel it already by going 168 hours, I feel like I've got to be more precious with my time. And everyone says you should sleep eight hours a day. So eight times seven is 56 minus 168 or 56 minus 168. It leaves you with 112, which if people work a 40 hour week, that's still a, an ample amount of time. Um, but then you add in three hours. I think, do they say people spend three hours mindlessly scrolling on social media? Yeah, we're going to cover all that. Oh, okay. We are, so I don't Steady even. Know, I don't even know what you worked out just then. I was on my mind and gone blank. Do you, 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 <laughs> you, what did you do? You did the seven days times roughly someone sleeps average of eight hours a day. Yeah, so it only leaves yeah. you with one hundred and twelve. Well, I mean, if we even look, eight hours. hours a day is one third of your day. Mm-hmm. Eight, sixteen, twenty-four. What a, so what a waste! Like I often think, are you sure? It would be nice if we could get away with say four hours it would. or something like that. But and there are some people that seem to have less. Sleep. We're not talking health yes. for this one, but we're going to talk 
But gonna... I'm not one of those humans. No, that's why they say the average of eight hours, <laughs> which we're going to look at. So I wanted to ponder, no, I wanted to po- propose, pose the question to you just mm. to start off with, that why is it so important, do you think, that we're so critical of looking at our time in a week? Well, I think, as you said, most people don't understand the concept of time um, and we're not really taught it in schools. And I bet like I've known 168 hours for like the last 10 years. I've scheduled out my 168 hours. I, um, every year I do an exercise of everything that I would like to do in a week. So I'm like, oh, well, I'd like to do this in my health and I'd like to do this in my relationship and I'd like to do this in my business and I'd like to do this in my wealth building. So I do it for all my categories and I get to about 250 hours. And I go, okay, I won't be able to achieve all my goals and I won't be able to do everything I would like to do because I don't have 250 hours. And then I get really, really clear on, well, out of all these lists of all these things that I would like to do and I would like to have, what's the most important? And then schedule it in from there. I don't think people take the time to manage their time. And I think that's that's the biggest problem. Like people spend more time planning a holiday than they do their lives. They mm-hmm. they don't, uh, sure, if you say, do you have a calendar? They might be like, yeah, and I know when my doctor's appointment is and I know when I've got a, a sales meeting and I know when I've got a, a this thing. But every hour in my life and I try in your life is mm-hmm. to to be managed. Even if it is, this is my free time. At least you know it. And then you can be where your feet are and be mindful and enjoy your free time, not going, oh, I feel really guilty about doing nothing right now because I feel like I probably should be doing something. You know before the week has started how successful your week will be because you can see where you're investing your time. And time equals success, you would almost say. If you don't invest any time in something, it's ridiculous to think you can be successful at it. Yeah, yeah. I do try though. I'm still not a successful piano player, even though I never play piano. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely true. You're not success- successful at piano. It is interesting, though, because as they say, like time is our most precious oh, resource. It and is... I want people to get this. They don't get this. You know me, I'm going to go on a rant. Why are people, you know, worrying about, um, waste, you know, oh, the price of gas and they'll travel three hours to... <laughs> Can we tell the story of when we're in Germany and Austria? Yes. Would you like, you, would you like to or would you like me to? Yeah, you're better at stories. Yeah, so we were we were travelling uh, with some family friends in Germany and we were right, uh, we are in um, Bavaria, beautiful area Love of it. the world. Yeah. Um, and we were near the border of Austria and they said, oh, we have to drive from Germany into Austria because the fuel price there... I think it was it's a couple of cents. Might have been yeah. might have been eight well, they, cents. No, they didn't tell us. They said it's cheaper. It's cheaper. So And it was a good hour out of like half hour there, half hour back. It was gonna yes. take an hour of our lives that we will never get back. Yeah. Where we could have been drinking beer in Bavaria or doing God knows what, singing in the Alps. Well, I was excited to go to Austria because I was like, maybe we will go to to do the Maria thing, um, sound and music thing, if people are like, What's she talking about? But yes, we, we travel this half hour. We travel this half an hour. We, we we drive over there. And in the end, I think the fuel might have been eight, maybe even 10 cents. And when you just say you're filling up with 60 litres at yeah. 10 cents, that's $6. Six now, euro. For, for your hour of time that you've now wasted, because you've gone half an hour there, then we came back into Germany. 
um, was that worth saving $6 of time? Not to mention, actually, now you think about it, the um, 30 minutes drive back of already used fuel. Yeah, um, when I, there was I don't think a, you save any fuel or there, any time. When there was a petrol station just down the road. So, when and, and as they say in life, because we're kind of relating this towards business as well, that, you know, money can be made um, anytime. Like, money, money comes and goes. It can be made... Whatever. Money is not finite. No. Money is infinite. You can tap into whatever amounts and create any amounts of money you can choose. It doesn't matter how successful you get at time. You can't just go, I'll take 10 extra years. No. and No uh, one has yet figured that out. Yeah. And there was a, um, uh, I think it's Brian Tracy who used to say, he said, I, I, I get um, angry or tired of hearing people, so I want to sell you a time-saving system. Mm. I'm going to show you time-saving. I'm going to show you how to save time. It's like you can't take all those extra hours of time saved and put them in your pocket or put them in a I bucket wish. for later. Mm. It's only ever – so it's time management. Yes. So you're not you're never saving time. So, um, And the other in, thing that we've been – we learned recently, like maybe in a year, we, we also never say I don't have time. No. You're giving me this look? No, I'm just thinking. <laughs> no, that. but we don't because, like, if you're saying we don't have time, what's that telling your unconscious that we never, you know, you're saying then you're bad with time. You're saying that there's never enough time. There is always enough time. Elon Musk, who's getting us to Mars, like, he has 24 hours, you have 24 hours. There is always enough time. It's just where you choose to invest it. Yes, where do you prioritize? I mean, there's a guy there who is running um, Tesla, he's running SpaceX. I think he on the side, he um, created up the boring company yeah and you know these are all billion dollar companies yeah and he can divide his time amongst those when you say kind of i don't have enough time to do such and such now there is always a trade-off there is always because there is only 24 hours a day um you will get to the point if you do do the exercise of doing everything you want like let's say you want to spend 60 hours with your family and you want to spend 30 hours on your business and you want to spend 20 hours on health. Like mm. it's very important. I don't, no one tells us when you grow up, you have to invest in your health. And I don't mean in money. I mean in time. You can't just expect to not exercise, not prepare meals, not breathe, not be mindful, not stretch, not do all these things. And at, at a hundred, be in the same physical condition that you were at 20. Mm. But I didn't, did you get taught that? I didn't. I, I was did 20 and I just took that my body was flexible and strong and fit and supple and could do these amazing things. I just went, well, I've got it now. And I didn't do anything to create that, not thinking about all the times I spent on the monkey bars and all the times I ran around and did things. I just assumed that was now what I would have. And then you suddenly realize you have to, especially if you are in business or are doing a sedentary job, that you spend a lot of your time sitting, a lot of your time doing nothing. And so I've always said, like, it is a full-time job being a good human, spending time on your health, spending time on your mindset, spending time on your with your loved ones, on your loved ones, however it all goes <laughs> down. Um, but it is a full-time job. Yeah. And that, that is a good cross-section onto our next part. Where, where where do you think the biggest wasters of time are nowadays for people? If they're, if they're like, um, I don't know where I'm quite wasting time. Do you have a bit of a, I have a bit of a list of what I've thought of where yeah. people are really well, wasting firstly, time. Well, firstly, I would tell everyone to track their 168 hours. Just get out a piece of paper and write it down because you will yeah. be flabbergasted at what the hell you're doing. Yeah, keep in your pocket one of those little... Um, 
little notepads or something like that and track your time because without tracking it, you kind of guess. Yeah, and don't um, ever guess. If you think you know, you don't. It's the no. same as if you write down what you eat in a day, you're like, oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Um, so tracking and being being aware of, of the actuality reality is, is really important. Um, but, yeah, you'll find, I mean, we learned that seven or eight years ago, no TV. So we don't watch TV until the weekend. It's just the thing. Because... And I think they say, if you look up the statistics, I think sometimes people can spend, maybe I'm even underestimating, two to three hours a night. It, it might would, even be... It is so easy to come home at 6 p.m. and watch TV till 10 p.m. Yeah, that's For four, sure. four hours. Four hours. Four, sevens, 28 hours. It's nearly a whole working week just watching the bachelor big brother going into the news going news into oh the, my god uh, a, a documentary a talk show or whatnot yeah that's... And, and while it's enjoyed like phil and i love tv and we really enjoy friday saturday sunday because that's when we get to be in my want of a better term lazy humans we literally fritter our life away sitting on the couch our favorite show is survivor um does survivor help us build our business you could argue occasionally we might have an idea or an insight into how humans work and think about how we could use that in business but potentially. Rarely. Very rarely. <laughs> um, it is pure entertainment. It's pure pleasure. It's pure downtime. Um, but if that was my life, that I get to 100 years and I go, because let's just go 24, that's a week, times 52 weeks is a, a 1,200 hours a year. Let's say I did that my whole life and I lived for 100 years. I've got 125,000 hours. Is that correct? Divide, I want to know how many years divide, of my divide life. Divide that by 24 for days first. 24 for days, hours. Oh, for how many days? Okay. Sorry, we've got 5,200 days divided yes. by 365. Yeah. Bill's always better at maths. 14 years of your life, you'll never get back. If you did what? Watched four hours of TV every day since you were born. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, 14 years. And I was going to say, and, and social media nowadays is, is really a massive waster of time. It is addictive. Read the books. We'll put them in the show notes. I've read them all and I'm horrified. You've all probably well, seen the Netflix that, that addiction documentary. Book or it was the social addiction, I think it was yeah. called. And I know I'm addicted. I am addicted. I get. It. I take it off my phone, and within two days, I put it back on my phone. Yeah, and I, I know there was certainly the iPhone nowadays, maybe the um, Samsungs or the other ones, but they they send you a report at, at oh, the end of each the week. Screen time. How much screen time did you have? And, and 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 I think I don't know where it is with people, but it's it's growing. This couple of hours, yes. three, four, five, and and then it's amazing. That's just a, such a zapper of your time and it's something that can lead you down a rabbit hole where suddenly an hour can pass and when an hour can pass you go well that's one out of my 24 precious hours a day um i also feel that like tv we talk tv and, and streaming sorry can i interrupt with one second i was just gonna say and that's okay to lose an hour of your life if it made you feel great but social media normally makes you feel like shit because it's all comparison it's all about what i don't have and all about what someone else does and how amazing and perfect everyone else's lives are on social media so therefore my life isn't even though we know it's not reality so it's 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 not even a good investment of your time it's okay to waste time as long as you feel relaxed or excited but sorry i digressed Please go to the streaming services. That's what you were wrong. Well, I was going to say, we talked about TV, but streaming services also, Netflix, yes. yeah, Disney, all those um, ones on there are 
fantastic at rolling from one episode. You know, we, and no we, ads. We at one stage used to, you'd watch a series where they'd yes. have it and show it once a week. One hour a week. It was friends. It was like, are Ross and Rachel going to get back together? I have to wait a week. And then now you can watch the full season in a day. And then you can roll Hands it into up, the next everybody season. everybody who's had that little thing pop up on Netflix. Um, are you still watching? Are you alive? And it's like, yeah, I'm still watching. Stop judging. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting that they do put that up. Maybe it's more for TVs, like, should I just go into sleep mode and to preserve power? Um, and then the other couple that I had on the list was... Um, uh, it's it's it, they're not huge things, but it's like sleeping in. You know, sometimes if you've gotten your right amount of sleep, you sleep in. You're like, I'm just not getting up. Or um, a massive one is procrastination. I think that is um, one of the big time wasters because that's kind of maybe not knowing what you're doing, not having a plan. I was going to say it's probably for another podcast. Like not getting out of bed is is more a symptom than a choice. Mm. I don't think someone's choosing to stay in bed um, because it just feels amazing. It just feels better than the alternative, which is getting up and facing maybe not knowing what to do for the day. Like if you haven't planned your weekend, if you're like, oh, I don't know what I want to do today, well, then there's no real point in getting up. Um, And the same with procrastination. Procrastination steals years off your life, but that's because saying I shouldn't procrastinate isn't the answer. Yeah. And I think it's when when you have a... um... When you have a clear plan, and we'll get to talk more to this in a moment because you're the most passionate person about planning the 168 hours, owning every single minute. Tash goes down to the minute. <laughs> I am a work in progress on this. But when you have... I think people are listening going, how do they stay married? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't know. But when you do have that plan um, uh, and you know what you're doing, it's actually quite exciting. You, know, you no longer have those thoughts of, um, thank God it's Friday. You're like... No. Well, thank God it's Monday. Thank God it's Tuesday. Thank God you're, you're grateful for every day and every day is planned out and you, you're kind of... Well, I think yay. you and I are really fortunate any day is the same day because we work for ourselves and now because we're going to be homeschooling the children, we're not set by society's rules of Saturday means this or Tuesday means this. Um, so we get to decide. And what was the other thing you said? Thank God it's Friday. It was basically what I was talking about when you're not yes. thinking that anymore. You're playing. Oh, but every... being grateful. So I even said it this morning. I was like, thank you so much that Phil, me, and the kids woke up today. Yes. So grateful for that because that would really suck to not wake up. It certainly would. <laughs> thank God you wouldn't yeah. know, but it would suck. Yeah. So, um,. It is interesting. <laughs> but and it's I think there's a there's quotes that say it much more eloquently than I, but it's like um people spend see they they do say it much more eloquently than I. The premise is we got the gift of freaking waking up today. And like you said, people are gonna waste it by not getting out of bed, by watching TV, by scrolling on social media. Um and so they're living as if they died. And if they died, that would remind them to live yes like you talk to anyone that's facing a terminal illness anyone that has died and been brought back from the dead anyone that has faced a health challenge or a or a near-death experience will forever look at the gift of life differently and be more active and participate more actively in their life because of that but why do we have to wait for something like that to occur for us to do that Mm. so phil and i are very very 
cognizant of, um, uh, like we always say, how did we get to level 40? Like we met when we were level 16. It certainly doesn't feel like we've been sharing our lives for 24 years. Yeah. 10 yeah. years probably. And that was, I was going to say, why does it with why does it with age that time seems to go quicker? I don't know and, and I don't like it. <laughs> no. And it, it is interesting just to ponder for a little moment, but I, I mean, I have my theory. Um and it was just, I would just say when you're, when you're 10 years old. Oh, yes. It's a mathematical thing, no, isn't it? I don't it? know if it is. It's just my perception. Maybe it's just perception of time and how you experience time. But when you're 10 years old and then you experience the next year, um, that, is, that is one-tenth of your yes. life. So you go, okay, that, in how much time you've experienced on earth, that is how long 10%. it takes. 10%. Yes. Yeah. When you're now, say, 40, you've had now four times more of those 10 years and it just, it just, I think there's a perception. Yeah, it's 2% yeah, instead but, of 10%. Whereas in the reality, everyone is still experiencing those same um, 24 hours a day. Yes. Those same 168 hours a week. I actually went one step further. Um, I looked at this and there is actually, um, I'm just going to look at some of my notes, but there is actually a guy who kind of came up with um, a reason of why we experience time does actually seem to go quicker when we're older. Is this one of your planetary no astro. i won't go into much because i actually Still don't so long. no it's, it's it's actually more about was it degrassi no okay some guy did a research thing and we'll get off this because i don't think it's going to help us i go why 10 times no you know, i'm fascinated tell me <laughs> um he said it's actually the rate at which we process visual information slows down so when you're what? when you're younger you process visual information much quicker so I think so by doing so, it, you're kind of in the moment. Maybe the time just seems to go a lot slower because you're just boom, boom, processing more. Aww. But um, so so this is what he said. The rate at which we process visual information slows down. So this makes time speed up as we age. So we have basically fewer frames per second. So um, there's more time passes between the new images for us. So it appears as though we... That's a little depressing. Yeah. It's a podcast for another day, but I, Phil and I are just obsessed with with like the theory and the concept of aging yeah. and how if we could stop the disease of aging, that would kind of be cool. So not only would it be cool for how I look and how long I get to stay strong on the planet, it's also how I experience time. Yeah. Right. Good to know. So... <laughs> And, oh, and as a side note, because I just have to tell people, it's amazing. I only learned this six months ago, that your eyes are your brain. Yes, it's your external part. It's the your... only external part of your brain. What? Probably everyone's just going, I don't know why she finds that <laughs> Why did amazing. that come up right now? <laughs> but how can we go, I think it's now really good. This Now let's start transitioning to teach people. How can we go about saving time? Yes. This is probably the most important part of this podcast, I think. So understanding that we can waste time, but how do we go about saving it? And I want to share a story. Okay, share away. It's actually my story. Good to know. <laughs> um, so I, I, I think I really, this clicked into place for me in, I think it was 2015. I was trying to remember which year it was. Mm. And you and I went away for my birthday. We did. And I had two revelations on that day. One I won't share now. What is it? Oh, well, it would, what was it? I will go into that in a future thing because I think that is a whole podcast. Whoa. It's a Simon Sinek thing. It's the power of why. Understanding oh, your why. Oh, yes. So that was the first thing. And the second thing for me, Tash, is like we're going to plan out your 168 hours. We're going to own every single hour. 
So we sat there with this really cool spreadsheet that you'd come up, time-saving planner. I don't know what the name is. You've got a fancy name for it. And also I think people should know it was Phil's birthday. I'm like, happy birthday. Here's a spreadsheet so firstly, she took on me, how to be better. Firstly, it took me to a really, really nice place. It was by the beach. It was. Did I try um, and give you some beer? No, 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 it had to be, it was a dry to think about this thing. And we sat there uh, with this this really cool planner and we we basically inputted everything and and the time it took for that really then saved me for the next many years, so much time, more productive. And we went through Monday through to Sunday, we inputted into here, what's your sleep time? Okay, say for example, you'd like to go to bed at 10 o'clock and you want to sleep eight hours, you're getting up at six. So we put that in for the seven days. So let me just reverse engineer this. So yes, step one, get your planner and put in your sleep time. Back then, Phil thought he was a hero and I reckon we only put in seven or seven and a half hours. Yeah, I think we might have gone for the seven, say so ten o'clock till five. Yeah, or I think I was don't. You were hardcore. Eleven, back then. eleven till six. Back in the day. <laughs> so that's what we put in next. Uh-huh. Then we would put in, for example, when are you going to have your meals throughout the yeah, day? Yeah, well, I was going to say step two. You've got to work in your values. So for Phil, pretty much just as important as like me and the kids is his commitment to his health. It's it's what drives him. It's it's so so important to him. So there's no point in me going. So now let's put in because this doing 168 hours is kind of um like the the pebbles rocks and sand analogy. Like you've got to put in what's most important. And if I'd put in all this business stuff and all this other stuff that Phil had to do, and then go, oh by the way, there's no time for gym. Phil is not doing the 168 hours, and he's not going to do it. Yeah. No, no, you're, yeah. you're very much correct because you want to prioritize your what's important your to you. main things. And we're not saying now like let's prioritize TV time. Like I think these are the no, especially now that we're talk- we're bringing it back in towards the business and and moving the needle forward. Well, it's, it's it's bring up a picture of the best you that you want to be, and for Phil, that picture is um, a, a guy that works out, um, looks after his health. Like, I just can't tell you, a, a healthy human is, is part of that picture for him. And I hope it is a picture for all of you. My picture of health is a little bit different to Phil's. Um, but it still has to be a healthy person. I need energy to get through my day, to run a business, to do all those kinds of well, things. Well, I love I love the health thing because, as they say, if you are um, take someone who is got an illness or something like that and they basically the only one thing that they want is their health back yeah so well i was anyway. gonna say there's an amazing steve jobs about a quote about that yeah okay i don't know it we'll, we'll look it up but anyway as, but yes, as, as step we went through two, thing, go yes. through what's important to you so then there was five uh no seven hours worth of gym so phil did five hours worth of gym five times an hour and a half or an hour and 15 was around the seven then all the time to prepare the meals and all the time to eat the meals phil back then was doing six meals um of chicken and beans chicken and beans chicken and beans so there had to be also a time when were these chicken and beans being prepared so then there was a time on sunday to cook all the chicken and beans to then be put into the containers to be heated up at three hour intervals for him to meet his health goals Um, if you don't think through it to this level of degree and accuracy that's why you suddenly go i have no time because you didn't put three hours aside to prepare meals let's say for example yeah and and when we were breaking down the times here i think we um so we, we had the 24 hours of a day and then we actually went down to 15 minute incre- yes. increments. Yes. I think it was because yeah. every minute counts. Yeah. Like save 
five or ten minutes and every hour. And what Phil is very good at, which he probably learnt back then, was um, can you do two things in the same 15 minutes? So not multitasking, like not trying to talk on the phone um, and, and close a sales client and cook dinner. That's Let's not do that. But um, uh, can you l- go for a walk to look after your health and listen to an audio book? Because if you want to yeah. spend time... Or listen to a podcast, Tash. <laughs> or listen to a podcast. But yeah, if you want to educate or upskill or upgrade your knowledge and you want to look after your health, they, they can go together so well. Yeah. So basically, we, we went through this process um, systematically. So then I think after, after the health, we then we've had, okay, when is business time? Mm. How much time do you want to spend each day? Are you going to like... and But also, again, looking at who Phil is. Phil, where do you feel most creative? Morning, noon or afternoon? In the morning. Where do you feel um, more, most energy? Rah, rah, rah. So there was no point going... Um, let, there was a part Phil really wanted to get back into his piano playing. Well, there's no point putting it in in the morning because... Even if he doesn't feel as creative, it's a lesser priority. So let's chuck that in the afternoon when your energy is already low. Yeah. So you basically need to know know yourself. Mm-hmm. Know when you're going to get your best work done. Yes. Um, know when you're... Like, and for you, it was actually the five to seven, the quiet time, because we had very young kids at the time. Yeah. Um, we, we had one and probably another one was getting conceived about then. Um, so uh, it, it, that five to seven time was, was when the actual house was going to be the quietest. Yeah. So we, were, so we kept on going through this um, 168 hours each day because you could make each day different if you wanted to or if you like the consistency of keeping it the same. Like I'm pretty sure my Monday through the Friday was very, 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 very similar um, but obviously then the weekend changes. But then it was even taking into that extra step where you, where I probably wouldn't have. I would have taken the shortcut. Go, okay, I've done a couple of days. This is good. But not even then planning the weekend. And you're like, oh, give me a break. I just want to do or be or exist and just be, you know. So we had it something. this time. Yeah. So, so but we did. We would certainly plan certain things we wanted to do. Um, well, again, I, this is Jim Rowan. Like, there's if you if you live to eighty, that's only eighty summers. Yeah. So, especially having one child, and now we have two. I look at these two; they're not only going to be six and eight for the year that they are six and eight. There's no point me not taking them to Disneyland, and then when they're thirty, taking them to Disneyland. It's not the same um, uh, experience. So I look at going. This is the summer when they're six and eight. What do they want to do? at that time and it might be at the beach or whatever it is. So we are very important. I guess it's kind of lays on me, but I sit there every month and plan the fun activities for the family Mm. so that our family enjoyed that month. It wasn't just a month. Like if we can't remember what we did last month, we did something wrong in the planning because we have to have a memorable thing. And of course it was a lot easier when no one was in lockdown and there was travel opportunities and things to do and things to see. Um, but you just need to be more creative with things at home. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and I also find that, so we, we finished off this and, and it, was, it was exciting to sometimes go, oh, we've got an extra four to six hours or yeah. you know, a certain amount of hours. What do you want to do? Where do you want, where do you want to allocate that? Is that when you want to have some TV time or is that when you want to, that's when you catch up with friends or calls? Yeah. I have um, to say like, yeah, we don't, and people probably go, I can't believe you schedule when to call a friend. And it's like, yeah. And people know if they, you ring me like at a random time, I'm not answering. Yeah. Because when you, when when, when you (laughs) plan out this 168 hours, you own this time and you're very um, possessive of it because every 
our account. So when yeah. it's time to be working on work and someone calls, um, who's not you're not expecting a call at yeah. that time from a friend? Well, we don't take well, the, the call. Well, the phone's at that on time. silent. We don't yeah. even know that it's calling because you can't afford your brain to be sucked out of what it's doing. Yeah. When you what did you you and I have both read it? It takes like twenty minutes to get back into the thought if the thought gets broken. I think at least. Yes. So if you're sitting there working on an ad or working on something and you're Ding. in it. Here it comes to the message. Ding. Again. Now yeah. So it all the notifications need to be off. Nothing's on your computer. Nothing's on your, just no. Yeah. <laughs> and it really is that mindfulness, be where your feet are. If you're with your kids, be with your kids. If you're at work, like in business, do your business. Yeah. And um, that's why like people go, oh, you know, you don't seem to work very often. No, because when I work, I work. Yes. Yeah. And when you do do this, then the next important step is actually sticking to it, isn't it? Yes. Very well to write out the plan. But if you and don't that's why you have plan, to make sure the plan is yours. There's no point going, all right, I'll get up and I'll run 20 kilometers and then I'll go meditate and then I'll go eat a green smoothie and then I'll go do three hours of business work. If you have never run in your life, you don't like green smoothies, you don't, you've never, you hate meditating and you do your best business work at night. You can write that schedule for the next 30 years. You're never going to follow it. Yeah. So be you should be excited. When you look at your week, you should be freaking thrilled. You should be so excited of what's in there, what you get to do. And that's the thing that I've really had to help Phil with as well. If there's things that you're doing that don't excite you, three Ds, delete, delegate. What's the other one? Don't do. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Freaking hell, I don't know. I just delete it most of the time. I delete and de delegate. Like I just constantly, there is nothing. So I don't cook in the house because I, I don't want to. It feels like going, well, I that means I have to do it. I'm like, you can delegate it. Feels like, oh, don't you? You don't like to delegate. This is Phil's thing. So if you don't like to delegate, then, and, and Phil is quite calm, not having 100% of his calendar, everything that he's looking forward to. You're not mm. as emotional as I am. No, no. So it just needs to be in your calendar that you're like, I can do that. I feel comfortable comfortable with that um, and then rock on. And I think the important thing to um, learn and, and be generous with yourself here is it, it can take some time, I think, to implement it all. So you can write it out, but you, you might have to assess it at the end of the week, what worked, yep. what didn't work. Um, and if you procrastinated about something or didn't yeah, do that bit, it, it, is there a way to make it more fun or delegate it or move it to a different energy time? But yeah, be kind to yourself and, and just keep working at it. It's one of those ones I, I have, to have to revisit it because I can do it and then I can be stuck with the same thing for so long because it is seasonal. You know, it can even be weekly or you might it has to change to be it seasonal. Even, Phil and I month. get less sleep and want to wake up earlier in the summer, like when the, when, the, when the sun is there. In winter, I turn into a bear. I do a lot less hours yeah. because I just want to sit on the couch in a, in a blanket yeah. and that's okay. Um, I also think, yeah, be definitely patient with yourself because if you're tracking your hours and somewhat sticking to a schedule with a 168 hours planned, you are a million times ahead of 99.999% of the planet. Yeah. So, you might um, be 5Xing according to the title of this podcast, but you, <laughs> you're already like accelerating. And I think approach it with a level of enthusiasm and excitement. Now, I want you to think about, think about, um, and I've, I've, I remember someone talking about this, and then the next time it happened to me, I'm like, oh, this is what they were talking about. So just imagine um, 
that it's Monday today um, and you're going to be going on a holiday tomorrow. Yes. Uh, end of tomorrow, Tuesday. Yes. Right? How many of us, straight away, we write a list of everything that we have to get done between now yes. and leaving for the plane. Yeah. And we're like, okay, going to tidy the house here. I've got to do a bit of more work here. I need to Yeah, my pack. boss, I, I need my boss to, is going to find yes, me if I, I don't get clean. these I need to done. do that. And you, I, I, and for me, and I guess if you're thinking about this for yourself, yeah, you are so, you're, 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 you're um, Focused. At, attacking it with a level of focus. Yeah, and if someone um, calls you, you don't answer. You go, I can't talk. I've, I've got, I'm leaving on a plane tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. You're basically, you're just in, you're kind of like in the zone, zone I feel. You're yes. productive. You don't get distracted. You're like, I've got to do this task going to get it done until it's done, boom, moving on to the next one. And there's this level of excitement. Now, What? imagine if you approached every single day with that level of yes, energy that's and alertness. Yes. Wow. Yeah, and we do that by forcing ourselves to not work um, the average eight hours, five days a week. By forcing ourselves into the confines, is it, it's not Pareto, the other guy like the 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 time it takes the time you give yourself is the time it takes yeah i think it could be parkinson's law oh yes yes so, so many p's the time you allocate is then the time that you'll take yeah which um, is we all know that the, the english assignment was due in two weeks but we just allocated sunday night yeah. <laughs> we got it done in sunday night because it had to be done yeah um so allocate less time yeah i mean and there's so much more i mean we own our 168 hours and then there's then then you can still go the night before and be planning your next day because you if, you, if you just allocate before. work time don't ever do that that's very bad what are you Please doing in work do and then you rock up and you're like what should i be doing now so there's so many things and one and a few other things i love about your 168 hour planner tash is you used to do um you have the categories so you kind of like what maybe there's 10 things or 12 things you're doing in a week and then what you would do you say okay if i'm sleeping eight hours a day out of 24 you actually have well out of your 168 hours or even if you want to look at it daily there's 33 percent of my day gone mm. and then um i'm allocating another 25 percent to work or 30 percent if it's yes. an eight hour a day and now i've still got eight hours left yeah. like if you've done sleep you've done your eight hours work that's um, two thirds of a day gone. You've still got one third left to do whatever yeah. excites you, whatever you want. And this is again, you look at your life and you go, "Oh my god, I'm spending three hours commuting." So either how can you spend those three hours enjoying the commute by listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks, calling friends, just being a much more productive version of than just sitting in the car listening to the radio, um, or do you have to look at changing your life changing your job changing how it all works um probably another time for another podcast is also working out your um hourly rate like how much money do you want to earn work out how much that is per hour and anything under that hourly rate you don't do yeah that's definitely another one for another time but yeah the 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 planning the uh, you're you're basically the planning queen that's what i like to refer to you as you you love this stuff you tash tash sometimes has like a diary for each area of, of her life and planning and just basically lives breathes um and i'm a not it. and I'm, if you yes i'm a human i don't always stick to the plan i don't always reach my goals but i know my life that i've created is literally a creation it's not by chance it's not by hoping it's not by just sitting back and seeing you know like even when i think of people that sit in the car and put on the radio that's saying to the world i'll take what comes my way you're not taking an active role in what 
you're going to do. You're taking a passive role. So I think the more active you can be about creating the life that you want to live and then just going after and investing the time that it takes to create that life, rock on. Yeah, no, I, I do. I really do stand by and agree by it, like applying these learnings by planning out your week, by being accountable for every, I'm going to say every 15 minute increment of your week, you really can 10x the results in your business. You can re- re- 10x the results in your life. So I want to give everyone a couple of cool free things, free resources. Can we do that? That would be really, really cool. Yeah, that helped me so much. Let's so do that. So we'll do share. the 168-hour planner in yes. the spreadsheet, come up with a very sexy graph for you. Um, so you can just put in your 168 hours. It'll tell you the percentages of where you're spending your time and what you're doing, and then you can actually plan out your next 168 hours. It'll show you um, how we use um, a paper calendar or a technology calendar i use both i have paper and of course you have both i wouldn't course. expect anything less <laughs> <laughs> and um i also want to give you my success planner that i've used over the last five years to create five million dollars to create a part like phil and i only work part-time in the business to create the travel to create our family to create um uh the, you know the life that we live um is because of this planner so i'd love to give it to you guys as well so head over to the show notes um there'll be a link i assume click on that and you'll be able to download all those free gifts and i'd love to know leave us a review on how it helps and um yeah apply them apply that 168 hours and then after you have done it and planned it out let us know like, mm-hmm. let us know how much that's changed for you in your life. I, for me, it um, 2015, it really kicked off the next, until now, still going, but it really was a game changer. Absolutely. It really was. <laughs> yeah. Well, we hope you've enjoyed that episode. Yeah. Enjoy. Make sure to leave a review, subscribe, and we'll catch up with you guys soon. See you later. Thanks for listening to The Growth Podcast at philandtash.com, where your hosts, Phil Kelly and Natasha Routoff, We have a lot of great episodes coming your way on business and growing your business online, understanding and improving yourself, and how to have more wealth. So be sure to subscribe and leave us a comment, and we'll catch you in the next episode.